I'm good, my brother Brady. How's everything with you after week one of the NFL season? Well, the Patriots are 0-1. I'm honestly surprised, though. You sound like your voice is remarkably strong because I've kind of figured you'd been weeping for two days about Aaron Rodgers. Brady, I'll say this. I've learned a long time ago, no matter how much my team does, what they can, what they cannot do, when bad things happen, they're not sending me to a sanitarium. They're not putting me in a 12-step program. I'm going to live in a stretch-free, stroke-free, heart attack-free existence, no matter what goes on with my teams. And believe me, that was tested on Monday night, fourth play in, and Aaron Rodgers out for the season. You know, it's interesting. Earlier today, the, the Jets said they're not going to call Tom Brady. I believe that they should call Tom Brady, but I also believe that Tom Brady couldn't take that phone call as much as I think Tom Brady would want to take that phone call because I'm start, I'm wondering just deep down if Tom Brady uh-huh. feels like the girl who said yes to the prom date and then two days later somebody better came along and she wishes she could change her mind, but she can't. Tom Brady got honored in Foxborough, said I'm a patriot for life and all this stuff. He couldn't possibly take a call from the Jets, but I wonder if he wishes he could. Put it this way. I know you love being an agent of chaos, Brady. We've known each other far too long that you love those kind of things to get people excited, upset, upbraided, whatever that is. And believe me, I'm not going to say that you're wrong to say that. I just never believe for one second that the Jets are going to make that phone call because they know the answer is going to be from Tom Brady and doesn't have not anything to do with him being a former Patriot quarterback and can't stand the Jets. Tom Brady's already on that ship in the ocean, heading into places unknown, but that's going to be his retirement. And if you're the New York Jets, you're already going to have a guy coming back next year, Aaron Rodgers, to have that kind of pomp and circumstance around Zach Wilson, your football team again. You can do that with Aaron Rodgers, but can you imagine what that will look and sound like if they make a call to Tom Brady and he goes, you know what, I'm not doing anything. Sure, we'll find out to you exactly how this works. I can't even imagine what that would look and sound like if he made that call to say, I'm coming back, I'm coming back with the Jets. I know you like being an agent of chaos. I'm not going down that rope with you. Given what's transpired with the Jets and given how pedestrian the Jets made the Bills look, how do things change for the Patriots in the AFC East now? Well, that's a really good question because if you're the Patriots, you have to feel a little bit emboldened by the way you're able to slow down the Eagles' running game. You didn't allow their receivers to get behind your secondary because we talked about this, Brady, before the season got started. That's a potential top 15, top 12 defense in New England. And once they allowed Mac Jones to play a little bit, it's like they had him in timeout in the first half. And then they allowed him to have out there and go to recess. And also he's playing all over the place and making those kind of throws. So I wonder going forward, because the defense is still going to play well, and now you believe that that division unless Miami's 4 by 100 track team runs way and hides. You believe that Buffalo, under that kind of pressure now, their quarterback Josh Allen having those four turnovers and Rodgers not playing quarterback from the New York Jets, although they got a bunch of filthy McNasties on defense. You can't believe you're the Patriots that that division is not there for you to try to have a chance to win it and see if you can find a way to get to the top of that division. And that shows exactly how competitive the NFL can be, especially when a key injury happens and could affect not just that team like the New York Jets, but potentially everybody in that division when it comes to AFC East. As far as the Patriots and Eagles go, are you in the, oh, it's a moral victory because they played well against a team they were supposed to get boat raced by? Are you in the, they turned it over multiple times in the first eight minutes of the game and blew a chance to steal one and they're 0-1 and there's no such thing as a moral victory? 
the second one because more victories are losses. I mean, people try to say, you know how sports information directors will tell you, man, we had a good season, but man, we were six points away from a winning season. That still means you had a losing season. And when you're the New England Patriots, the last thing you want is to have moral victories and you're trying to rally around that as a football team. That's not what Bill Belichick is all about. That's not what he wants his owner, Robert Kraft, to be about, and that's not going to be the case. This is a Patriots team that clearly understands that they clean up some things with the way they can play defense, their ability to run the football, and letting Mac Jones get the ball out to his playmakers and devising plays and formations to put defenses on skates and put them on their heels, then you can potentially do something in that division. But the last thing you want is the Patriots say, man, we play pretty well. God bless us, and we know people respect us. If you start hearing that, then this season is going to completely go south. You have to wonder exactly what does that mean for the future of the Patriots if we hear anything like that in any kind of post-game conversation from Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, or any player in that organization. Freddie Coleman, Freddie and Harry with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. You mentioned Miami's 4 by 100 track team, Patriots and Dolphins, Sunday night, Sunday night football. Your early thoughts on the matchup. One thing I wanted to see, and we saw it a little bit from the Los Angeles Chargers, Brady. They were able to kind of slow down Miami a little bit. But then all of a sudden they decided, you know what, let's play one-on-one coverage with Tyreek Hill because what could possibly go wrong? Well, 11 catch with 215 yards, that's what possibly could go wrong. The Pigs are not going to allow him to get behind them. They're going to try to take their shots deep. The Pigs want everything in front of them and rally to the football because they've done a really good job of making sure that receivers don't run away from their defenders or have those wide-open spaces because the Eagles were able to make some plays. But we didn't see a lot of blown coverages against the Patriots when that happened, when A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith tried to get loose. So Miami's not going to have the same kind of what I like to call seven-on-seven football that worked for them Sunday against the Los Angeles Chargers. The Patriots are not going to allow that. But the one thing I want to see is that if the Miami defense can't get home against New England, we saw what Justin Herbert was able to do until that final possession. We had back-to-back sacks and the ball game was lost. If the Patriots can protect, protect Mac Jones and run the football and keep Miami out the field a little bit and maybe have a score or two before Miami gets the ball back, then that could be the recipe that can help this football team, especially when you know a Miami team, they want an up-and-down football game if you're new england you can't allow that game to turn into a firefight because you're not going to win that battle you know max said today that the dolphins have just as good a defense as the eagles is that true is that just the kind of thing you have to say at a press conference to not give motivation to the other team where do you stand on miami's defense their pass rush is as good as Philadelphia's. I'll say that. But their defense is not as good as Philadelphia's. I still have concern about their corners because they got toasted too many times by Justin Herbert. And they didn't stop the run either. Austin Eck was able to have some success running the football. And the Eagles did not allow the page to have those kind of break-off running plays or take the time off the clock when it comes to, comes to kind of those running plays. So I'll say the pass rush is equivalent when it comes to the Dolphins and Eagles. But in terms of defense, no. The Dolphins' defense, they have a long way to go. That Eagles defense defense is going to get better. They're going to find their rhythm. They're going to be able to stop the run and rush the passer. They can run eight, nine guys in that defensive line and outside linebacker that can really take the top off your offense. But I understand Mac Jones is trying to say, maybe try to make the Dolphins feel better without a bouquet of flowers or a Hallmark card. But no, no, no. The truth is that defensive line of the Eagles is far better than the Dolphins offense defensive line, except when it comes to pass rushing the quarterback. He had a fumble which I think was a bad pass that led him to it. What did you think of Ezekiel Elliott, though, overall on Sunday? 
he was he was what I would expect him to be because we know that Burst is not going to be there. He's going to be your short yardage guy. He can really protect your quarterback and blitz pickup, and he can still catch the ball out of the backfield. So I guess I was not surprised that he put the ball on the ground. And let's be honest, the Eagles defense, they do that. They get after the quarterback and they force fumbles, and they're able to give a short field to their offense. So I wasn't surprised, but I will say this. I think the more and more he's out there, the better he's going to be for the Patriots because they're going to make sure he's in special situations where he's going to be a full, effective running back for them. They're not going to put him in a situation where he can't do that anymore, even though he's still a relatively young man, not even 30 years of age in the National Football League. But in running back parlance, that's old in the National Football League. The Pages have shown that they're going to put guys in positions where they can maximize what they do best and not try to put them out there where they're trying to make a weakness in their strength. That's not something that Bill Belichick has done in his Hall of Fame career. Freddie Coleman with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on DEV. Freddie, I ask a bunch of questions for the audience and for my work life. I ask you one personal football question here. Talk me off the ledge a little bit. Are the Seahawks going to go better than 4-13 and 13 after what we saw on Sunday? My goodness, I'm, I'm a little shaky over here about them, Freddie. Well, you should be, and here's why. Because you and I talked about this before, Brady. The NFL is not game by game. It's not year by year. It's second by second. And the one thing that really bothered me about watching that game was how much more physical the Rams were, especially at the line of scrimmage. Geno Smith did not get the kind of protection that he needed to be effective. They could not run the football. And then the Rams offensive line, that was a huge, huge question mark coming into the season. They really controlled that line of scrimmage because a pretty good Seattle Seahawks defensive line with being able to run the football and get the ball on the outside to people not named Cooper Cup. That's the one thing that surprised me about the Seattle Seahawks was that the Rams team was definitely more physical than them. So I understand that week by week in the National Football League, things can change. But if you're the Seattle Seahawks, you're going to find a way to make sure that you're not 0-2 after playing a Lions team where you're going on the road and you know they're going to be out of their minds with them being 1-0, beating Kansas City. They've sold out all season tickets for the whole season. When it comes to that, there's a lot of excitement about that. I want to see that physical team that I saw from the Seattle Seahawks because we know the Detroit Lions will be physical on defense getting after the quarterback, and they will run the football and be physical that big offensive line. If the Seahawks can't match, up to that, then I'll really have to talk up Ledge next week because they'll be 0-2 at the losing of Detroit on Sunday. Yeah, that's very, very possible, and I'm very, very nervous. We'll see what happens. Freddie, appreciate you as always. Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We'll catch up in seven days, Freddie. Sounds good, my man. Take care and hang in there, Brady.